Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 404 DGS, bottom of the hour. We'll be talking to Benji Molina. He has great stories. Make sure you tune in for that. And uh, we've already, we pre-recorded it because he was here around noon. Um, and then Wheels was asking him about uh, current stuff, like the Cardinals pitchers, and he was very forthcoming. Yeah, I mean, look, he, he's a smart guy. He caught for a long time, and you know, he talked about what each of the new guys brings and what the expectations going to be. And look, you're bringing in veterans, and that's stability. Yeah, but you're also bringing in a, a couple of guys, in particular, Lynn, who is, Lynn was the only one you'd say struggled last year. Um, but you know, there, there's a balance to it. And I think you don't, you just don't expect someone to be exactly what they were the year before. Same thing with Sonny Gray, by the way, he may not be yeah. a Cy Young candidate next year, but he's still going to be that high level quality of pitcher that you need. Who is it in our life that hated Richard uh, Dawson? Is it Trisha's mom? Is it my mom? Was it Tony Colombo's grandma? That's it. Yeah, she hated a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, she didn't like Dave Murray either, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. It, it might have been her. I don't know. That sounds right. Uh, and he was, of course, famous on Family Feud for kissing all the women. This is creepy. It just came out that all of the women in the 70s and 80s who were contestants on uh, Family Feud had to be tested for herpes. <laughs> Because he was because he was a... going to kiss them. Wow! And he didn't want to get herpes. Wow! <laughs> I'd okay. be like, just don't kiss me then. Yeah, exactly. Well, I guess you had to kiss him to be on the show, right? But yeah, that's also paranoid. like coercion. <laughs> yeah, like can that's you imagine bad. today? It's like okay, everyone who's on this who's on Price is Right has to take a herpes test because host is going to kiss you. Drew wants a kiss. <laughs> Weird. All right. Uh, we now use baby talk with pets more than babies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to read this, okay? Okay. This is not me editorializing. A poll found more people use baby talk on pets than on actual babies. The top term we use with pets is whittle, like you're so whittle and cute. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then it's potty, boo-boo, night-night, and oopsie. <laughs> hmm. Oopsie. Yeah. I guess if they make an oopsie or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't do oopsie. Oh Here gosh. we go. The expert weighs in. Yeah, I I guess I do the rest of those. I'm big on I'm big on Whittle. Will Will? I, it's more like Will, like Will Baby. Mm-hmm. Um, Thanks for clarifying that's, that. <laughs> that's a that's an uh, we that's hadn't a, freaked people out enough. That's obligatory. You got to use that one. Uh, 
I don't really. I think it would be weird if you talk to your pet in like a normal voice. That's what I do. I do sometimes. <laughs> like if it's I walked into now. the like, I'll, I'll, oh, hello, Gigi. <laughs> I, yeah, well, I only talk to her like that when I'm like yelling at her, like when oh, she's mad. I talk to my when pets like mad? I talk her, to sorry, like my best friends. When I'm mad. <laughs> You're yelling at her when your cat's mad. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm mad at her, and I'm lose like, the attitude. You little freak goblin. I talk to my pets like they're my buddies. Or like they're my butt, like my brother. You're like, let's like go. Like smart ass talk them or <laughs> do they give respond them crap. to? Do they respond to let's go serious question? <laughs> oh like yeah, if, yeah. If let's you go. Say, let's go. When we're outside, hey, let's go. They turn around and come on over. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not talking about summoning them with let's go. I'm saying when you say let's go, do they get hype? Uh, depends on what we're doing. Do like they if do we're like little back. If we're in the middle of like a playtime in the basement, oh yeah, they're like, all right, where do we go? That's my favorite thing. It's. <laughs> Is thinking of Kevin winning the World Series on MLB The Show, <laughs> yes! and running around the basement in celebration, and the dogs going—they're chasing crazy. me. Yeah, <laughs> they're nuts. they're chasing me, and they're like, so "What are wholesome. we doing?" Remember, like, "What are we doing? Let's go!" But remember the time he ate it over an ottoman? I did. No, no, not an ottoman, a footrest. <laughs> I mean, like the uh, the recliner being up. So I, over the over the footrest on the recliner. <laughs> I ate it, took out a TV tray. I'm not past you saying playtime because I'm just picturing <laughs> one of the dogs pulling out like a Clue board game. <laughs> no, they like to chase their toys. Oh, I loved Clue. I wish I, I owned it. I never played it once for real. Me neither. I, I, I loved going room to room. Yeah, exactly. All I wanted to do was look at the board. And kind of the same thing with Candyland. And I just wanted to look at it. I think it was Miss Scarlet that, that uh, uh, propelled me into puberty. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Is it Miss Violet or Miss Scarlet? Mm, I don't know. Which? The Clue, clue. Game. Oh, oh, yes. They yeah. both sound kind of hot. It's, it's Miss Scarlet. Yeah, the one that Leslie, what's your name, played in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, the piano. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's all coming back. The <laughs> piano that Freddie Mercury played when Queen was recording Bohemian Rhapsody was the exact same piano Paul McCartney played while recording Hey Jude. All right. right pretty neat that's a fun fact yeah isn't it i like that one it's very cool Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. hold on things are hold on can't get over the testing for herpes thing that was really weird and i and it's like slipped in as a fun fact like fun fact in the 70s mm-hmm. here's what was going on yikes yeah. something i bet 70s are pretty sketchy a little bit 80s were sketchy as well what about the 90s <laughs> I mean, it gets less sketch as you go because people got caught on to the sketch. Well, because we've gone woke. Yeah. yeah. I've got a couple colon stories. Do you mind those? Yes, please. No, it's fine. Like the use of colons and sentences? Mm, close. Uh-uh. Oh. 32-year-old man in Indiana was caught trying to hide a handgun inside his rectum. Oh, no. Mm. Yeah, it's not a good Hopefully idea. not loaded. Can you imagine? How far to get? <laughs> I don't well, think say. Maybe it's one of those little ones, the Derringers. <laughs> maybe it was a little was guy. <laughs> yeah, what caliber? Maybe it was those little guys that, you know, that the old-timey Western <laughs> ladies <laughs> used to have. Oh, ladies. The West the the old-timey Western show movie ladies. They're called the uh, They Will. come out of their bustiers and they'd be like, here's my little oh guy, my Paul. Goodness. That's what they did. I'm kidding. That's what I'm saying. That's what they did. People listening know. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> was like, I don't need you people. The audience is on my side. Like, everyone in the audience is like, oh, yeah, Wheeler. Of course, Derringers have a bustiers. bustier gun. I'm telling you. <laughs> like James Bond. <laughs> Uh, the second story is doctors found a fly in the colon of a 63-year-old man during a routine colonoscopy, a fully intact fly. So it had to go in the back door. Because if it went in the front door, it'd be digested. Keep talking. He's asking the right question. That's weird. Huh? Yeah, that's... Uh... 
It wasn't alive, was it? That's my nightmare. They don't say. Oh. Yeah, which would you rather have, a fly or the spider on <laughs> the, the fly, tail? yeah. yeah. Although I'll they're going to the lay eggs, too. Mm. Nah, I'll do the fly still. Yeah. What, what I, what I, if what I, whatever spider. I can't see can't hurt me. Uh, then is, is this cool or weird or just dumb? A guy got his girlfriend's bite mark tattooed on his arm. Oh, I saw that on TikTok. It did mm. not look very good. It was kind of a dumb tattoo. She had she had bad teeth, so it's kind of uneven. <laughs> wow, <laughs> ouch. I uh, yeah, I think that's weird. I, I I can't, you know, do whatever you want in like your own time. That's totally fine, obviously. But like like Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox being like, oh, we drink each other's blood or whatever. Yeah. When we bite each other, it's just like eh, keep I, it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. Like, or you just do, don't do it. Yeah, you want to do vampire <laughs> stuff? Like, it's fine, I guess. Like, it doesn't hurt me at all. But I don't, I don't need to hear about it on the Drew Barrymore show or whatever. Also, what if you and your girlfriend break up and now you have this weird bite tattoo mm-hmm. and your next girlfriend is like, "What mm-hmm. is that?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have then to. Then you gotta try to explain what's going on. Got a tattoo over it with her bite. Right, you want to have Melania's back? Well, I mean. Sure. So yesterday was, Ro- is it Rosalind Carter? I always feel like I'm saying her name wrong. It was, I've her, heard it both ways. It was her funeral and all the living first ladies attended, which I thought which was really nice. And Twitter is just going crazy because Melania wore a gray coat instead of a black coat. And everyone's it, like, she just wants attention. I was this watching is so it. crazy. I was watching it from in here on this little TV has CNN on at all times. It It really did stand out. And I thought like... When I when I saw it from a distance, I was like, I bet that's Melania. And then sure enough, it was like, I don't know. It really didn't look great. She was right up in the first row, and everybody else in the church is wearing black, and then she's wearing gray. It just it. Well, the funny thing is, is Hillary Clinton wore a gray coat to I think maybe it was Barbara Bush's funeral because there was a photo floating around of like, why is it okay when she wears a gray coat, but it's not okay when Melania wears a gray coat. It's hmm. just like, I don't know. I I just feel like the nitpicking on both sides is so out of control. Mm-hmm. And the, the tweets I saw about this, then they go into like, Melania's past and she has naked pictures and she has this and she's a disgrace because she wore this coat and all this stuff. It's like, that can you so calm bad. down? I Maybe she did wear the gray coat for attention. I think she probably just picked a nice coat. I don't think it was like, I want to stand out. You're Melania Trump. You already stand out just by being you. It's bothering me that they keep saying, attended by all of the living first ladies. Like, I don't think you need to say (laughs) that. Yeah, right. You can just say the first ladies. Yeah. (laughs) If if they dug up Barbara Bush, now you've got some news. Because nobody's going to be like, oh, they brought that baby forward. And a couple of ghosts. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of... Not it kind of. It was extremely it's silly. It's all stupid and, and, and I wasn't gray to a funeral. It yeah. wasn't an inappropriate coat either, no. I will say. It stood out to me, but it wasn't inappropriate. <laughs> it was a very tasteful, you know, it wasn't like, I don't know, like a... Do you want to give your this weird... This is like the brown suit thing. Like, just stop. Yeah, you, exactly. Like, quit nitpicking. Do you want to give your weird opus on how sad Jimmy Carter might be? Yeah, I thought this was... this. It was just a weird... Yeah, you can always of, say no to these things. It's a weird... No, I mean, I said it to you guys. I'll say it to the audience. I, it, it was a weird thought that I had watching this, and I just wonder, like, they were together, like, their whole lives, and he's in, he's been in hospice for months. He knows he probably doesn't have very long to go, and I just wonder when stuff like this happens, and, you know, is there even sadness? Is there even really grief or... You know, when they knock on his door and they say, oh, Mr. President, I'm sorry, but, you know, your wife passed overnight or whatever. Or do you just go like, oh, yeah, I'll be there soon. Look, she went first. I'll be there. I'll be right behind her. You know what I mean? Like, 
there's got to be some element of just that, and that just sounds very peaceful to me. I'm, I'm being honest here. I can't tell whether he's being super offensive or if what he's saying makes perfect sense. It just it sounds very peaceful to me. Like it, I'm not trying to offend or upset. Like it, if you, it sounds very peaceful to me to just be like. You know, I mean, you can't really be sad about it. You can't grieve too hard. They were together their whole lives, and they're in their, like, late 90s now. Like, I mean, you did it. I mean, you did. You you got as good as it could possibly get when it comes to, like, having a, a, a loving marriage or whatever. So I just, I think there's got to be some, like, element of peace to it. No, yeah, you're winning me over. You, you, yeah. You, there has to, and that just, it sounds very graceful to me. It sounds very zen. And I don't know. I thought about that this morning, and I was like, huh, that, that wouldn't be so bad. Uh, Rach, what's the McDonald's conspiracy? So they built a McDonald's in the middle of a field uh, in the middle of the country. I'm sorry, I forget which state it's in. Probably should have looked this up before the segment. Um, But they built it in the middle of a field. There's nothing around. It's not like on the outskirts of a town or anything. It's farmland. And they're actually running the McDonald's by generators because there's not even electricity out there. And people are saying like, oh, this is a huge conspiracy. They know something's coming. This area is going to be built up in no time or... This farmland's going to be sold and yada, yada, yada. Just thought it was kind of interesting. I mean, Is McDonald's s- responding? McDonald's has not said anything. Hmm. Yeah. Sorry, Maybe kind the of a story. farmers just wanted McDonald's? Maybe, but I mean. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> to run it off of generators is a, I mean, that is odd. Yeah, I, <clears throat> there, not knowing where it is, but there have been a lot of those things. Uh, there's a place north of, uh, of Indianapolis that used to be nothing but farms like that. And I mean, I'm talking about seven, eight, nine years ago, and it's now this huge sports facility and restaurants and hotels and everything else. I mean, I wouldn't put that... It's weird for the McDonald's to come first, but I right. wouldn't put that outside the realm of possibility. That's what people are saying is like when stuff like this happens, it means the area is going to get built up and we're going to lose all this farmland. I had a weird thing last night on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, there is an ad for jeans for old guys and it starts with Jerry Seinfeld saying like you know us uh us such mature men and at first I thought it was just a TikTok and then I realized oh it's an ad and there's a significantly older guy than me who's pretty lumpy and he's trying on these old man jeans he's like look at the front and <laughs> the weird part is after like 2 minutes i realized you're still watching this yeah. like i had no intention of buying whatever jeans they were selling cuz i only wear one pair uh but yeah, just every now and then you get sucked in by something like an old man trying on ill-fitting jeans. Dave, that happens to me all the time. And I, I you come to and you go, what am I doing? I don't have to be doing this right yeah. now. And then you get angry with yourself. Yeah. If I didn't watch those things, I wouldn't have all these shirts that I keep buying. Mm. I got sucked in on a commercial. I'm like, I'm going to buy them. Oh, and it's now a TikTok purchase, huh? Yeah. I'm not... It wasn't through them, but I think that's where I saw it. He's yeah. just addicted to those shirts now. I know. It's like they're so soft. Piles and piles of them. I have fifteen of them now. Oh wow! Wow, that's more than all. Some of them are the I same have. colors, so you can't really tell. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. You have multiple of the same shirt of the same color. Well, the pack. See, they come in packs. So you don't. You don't pick one by one. You pick. Here's a four pack, and these are the colors. Or here's a nine pack, and I've got the the niner. I think a niner and a sixer. Yeah, so there's like baby blues, and there's two navy blues, there's two blacks, there's two grays. You're so different than I thought you would be. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah? Yeah. (laughs) What did you think? I I got niners and sixers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I remember when he was... Those are also sports teams. It just feels good to say. (laughs) (laughs) What? Uh, I remember whenever he was debating on whether or not to buy these shirts, and it was like... (laughs) 
if I buy these shirts, it might change my life. And it did. clearly it did. It did. It worked. <laughs> I've told, I, I've told this story probably in the last week, but I, I think about it and laugh often that when I first got to know Wheeler and I mean, I've always known who Wheeler was and we were at a baseball game together and Nick was there and they talked for about 45 minutes and we were driving home and Nick was like, I can't believe what a great guy Wheeler is. He gave me like 45 minutes of his time. And I was like, man, he's really, Class act. yeah, really cool. Not realizing that he'd given 90 minutes to the hot dog guy. So it was the Ben and Jerry's ice cream stand. But yeah, I was just getting warmed up. Yes, you were. Yeah. Still are. Yep. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, guys, we went long there. Just enough time to remind you to uh, please go to Hardee's and breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Give a dollar. Give, give whatever you can afford. And that is going to go to Operation Food Search and help the needy at this uh, holiday time. Coming up after the break, uh, please stay with us. We have uh, Benji Molina, who we interviewed for uh, the, the whole half hour, and it's really good. He's a super cool guy, and he and Wheels gets into some pretty good detail on the 2024 season coming up. Welcome back, guys. DGS on KMOX. We have a really special guest today in studio. We have Benji Molina. Uh, Benji is a multiple gold glove winner, multiple World Series winner, uh, brother of Yachty, friend of Kevin Wheeler. So uh, <laughs> welcome to the show, man. Nice to see you again. Hey, thank you. Thank you guys for having me in the show. It's very uh, it's very special for me to be here. So sure. uh, they gave me some notes on you. You know, and I thought it was very interesting that you didn't speak English when you came over. I thought it was more interesting that you didn't play catcher. <laughs> That's really impressive. Everybody got impressed by that because yeah. I played every single position possible growing up until 16 when one scout came in and tried to talk to Jose, uh, gave a tryout to Jose, my brother, uh, for the draft. Um, I was already in junior college. I came back to play amateur ball. I was playing amateur ball in Puerto Rico. Uh, we got eliminated that day, and then Jose had the trial the next day, 
And my mom was reading my yearbook of the school, and I was the rookie of the year, and the first year I was an MVP. I was a Cy Young guy for junior college in the school. So never played catcher before. So my mom went to the scout and, and show, her, show him uh, the yearbook and said, hey, my son, my son, my son. And the guy is like, what is she saying? You know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and they wanted to see me. And then the scout said, well, I'm looking for a free agent too. So bring him over at three. So my brother went and got me, and we came back to the field at three uh, o'clock. And from three o'clock uh, to like what, like half an hour it took for a tryout. And the guy liked what he saw. He gave me a catcher's glove, and he said, "Hey, throw to second base, see what you got." And then I was looking at my dad, like, "Man, the only position that I..." Never forget. That's, <laughs> that's the really greatest sports really, story I've ever heard. You know, like really, guy. You know, you could have said a pitcher, shortstop, <laughs> an outfielder. But no, um, that's how it started. That's how it started. I was doing. I kept hearing one eight, one nine, and I'm like, what the heck is he talking about from behind me? One eight, one ninety. That was the pop time to second. And yeah. He was very good at that time. And the guy said, okay, today's Saturday. Monday, somebody's gonna go sign you up, and then Tuesday you. You're going to start in rookie ball in Arizona. And that's how I started as a catcher. <laughs> so you obviously did very well playing catcher. Do you personally think you could have done as well or better at another position? Um, I don't think uh, a major league talent. Okay. I, I think I was good. I mean, I think I was good enough to yeah. play in college and win all those things, you know, MVP, whatever, but uh, good numbers. Yeah. But I don't know if I would have been able to make it as a shortstop. I play a lot of shortstop in college. I play. I pitch. I pitch a lot, you know, in amateur ball. I was the closer. And in college, I was the uh, one of the main guys. Yeah. So, but I don't, I don't know, man. I don't see myself, see myself that way after what I've been through with the catching. Sure. So I don't yeah. think I would have made it. So. Growing up in a baseball family, growing up in a baseball environment, was it just assumed like, okay, you're three years old, here's a here's a mitt, go play baseball, or was it more natural, just like, oh yeah, I, everyone's playing, I love playing, or was there more pressure? I think he started with your dad, right? With my dad in this case, uh, it started with him. He gave us a glove, he gave us a baseball, and, and a bat, and a really really early age. Uh, Right now, kids have started at three three years old, play ball, you know, run around. Uh, I started when I was five. Yaddy started when he was four and Jose when he was four. But I started when I was five, and I haven't stopped since then. But, yeah, it, it comes from the dad. Mm -hmm. My dad was a – people don't know this. Most Many people do not know this. My dad was a Hall of Fame – or is a Hall of Famer for his own doing in amateur baseball, which is the semi-pro league over there. And he's in the Hall of Fame for that. And then he's also in the Hall of Fame for Little League Baseball, helping out kids. So he was a very, very talented guy. My mom was pregnant with me when he had a tryout with the Milwaukee Brewers. And everybody thought he was going to be signed after the tryout. But he didn't go. He decided to stay with my mom. So Man. I'll take the blame. <laughs> ruined his career. <laughs> yeah, ruined his career. I have to live with that for the rest of my life. There you go. That, was, uh, there's his dad right there. That's from the that's the cover of of Benji's book from a few years back. That's cool. That's fantastic. Good that looking is, man. That is um one of his uh, seasons with uh, Utuado, which is one of the towns out there. Was we he uh, was he tough? To was he tough on you guys? He was not really tough. He was tough on everybody, not only on us, 
he didn't have favorites. Um, you know, the thing I like about my dad, whenever he talked about uh, to you about baseball, you never saw a joking face, you know? You never saw him laughing or... It was it was all business. He wanted to teach us the right way to play the game. Uh, after the game, yes, it was all laughs and stuff. But but during the teaching time, uh, he was all business. He wanted he wanted us to, uh, and and a lot of us mm, that didn't sign went on to represent Puerto Rico. Yeah. So for a national team. Uh, yeah. You know, so many of us did good. So Wheeler, as you know, played uh, catcher in college. I played sports in college, and I've always been fascinated because I, I've always said I've been good enough at certain things to be in the room with guys that were really good. And when you make it to a, another level, you realize, oh, that guy's every bit as talented as I am, but he works a lot harder. I know it's a difficult question, but how much of being a big leader, a big leaguer like you and your brothers, is genetics, how much is passion, how much is just repetitive practicing? I think it's all of them. I really do believe it. I really do believe that we we are given talent. We're given the uh, the generic, you know, we, we are given that. But we worked so hard for so many years to not only uh, not only sign pro baseball, which is the hardest part, to sign with the team, that that team come to you and say, hey, man, I want you as one of my players, but to actually go through a minor league system and, and so many freaking guys out there and, and better like, better than me because I can make you an example. The year 94, when when I was there, I only got up, got sent up to A-ball because I speak English and Spanish. We had a Venezuelan catcher and a Dominican catcher that was, they were so amazing at Cannon. I, I never caught, remember, I'm, I'm working my way up. And I was the one who was called for, for the A-ball because I knew another language. So these guys were way better hitters, way better runners, way better catchers, but they did not know how to communicate with the pitchers. So they sent me for the bullpen job, and that made a difference. But I was in a meeting, 150 players, and my coach... Bill Latchman had had one thing to say. He said, well, guys, out of all of you, maybe three will make it to the big leagues. <laughs> and I started looking around like, holy <laughs> crap. You know, that guy is a $1.5 million guy. This guy's a catcher, number one prospect. That guy's a pitcher, signed for $5 million. You know, like that. I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? And from that group, I was the only one that made it. Unreal. How do you, what do you attribute that to? Um, I think hard work. I think dedication. I think uh, battle, extra time. That extra time is so valuable. Uh, not only when you practice your normal time, it's good. But when you have time off, I had Orlando Mercado, one of the Puerto Rican players that play in the big leagues, help me out. In the morning, we were the first ones. In the afternoon, everybody left in the bus to the apartment, and we were there at the field. Because he knew that I had a chance. He knew that I could be one of those guys. And this is before Jose and before Yadi. Mm. So he knew and he saw something in me that, okay, if we work hard with this dude, he, he's, he has a chance. And, and, and he did. You know, he was right. If you guys are just tuning in, we're talking to uh, Benji Molina. Wheels, take it from here. All right. So, first of all, 
Um, I was going to say we're going to change hats, but you got your Santa hat on. We'll talk about that in a second because you've got a toy drive coming up yes. this weekend at 314 Sports Cards. We're going to ask you all about the details on that. Put your analyst hat, though. I mean, your brother, Yachty, former catcher, gold glove, World Series, all that, former hitting coach. Yes. But you, you're also an analyst now for the Cardinals on La Tremenda. Did I say that okay? Yeah, La Tremenda. La Tremenda. 880. 880. Yes. You and Polo Asensio. Yes. You guys do a phenomenal job. But you're the <laughs> analyst there, so – Let's talk about pitchers. We got three new ones. One's kind of one we're familiar with. Lance Lynn, we're very familiar with. Mm-hmm. Kyle Gibson, and now Sonny Gray. Um, uh, the first thought when you see Lance Lynn is obviously a veteran uh, pitcher that's going to cover. Uh, that's this is what I think that they were going to cover the, the the back part of the uh, the rotation with him, um, like a Wayno, obviously, like that type of older guy. You know, is going to take care. Of. He has fire, man. He has fire inside of him. He can. He can help out the young guys. Kyle Gibson, I like the signing. He eats a lot of innings. He pitched well, you know, um, not great, but well, you know, good enough to, to, to take over. And and those two guys, guys, they have, uh, they have an opportunity to show these people. They probably coming out and saying, you know what, I'm gonna show them that I can do well. So that that's on their favor, uh, on their side. Uh, Sonny Gray, if he can pitch the way he pitched last year. On three years, that's gonna be unreal for the Cardinals. <laughs> um, I don't know about what they want to do with the starting rotation anymore than that because they have Steven Matz and they also have Mike Olas. So I think they might feel like, unless a trade happened, right, obviously. Right. But but right now, right now, I think they feel filled up. I really do believe they need to address the bullpen. There was a lot of uh, missing pieces mm-hmm. last year in the bullpen. And ever since I started working with the Cardinals, I always have said this, bullpen will win you a World Series. I don't care who you are. That Those last four innings, stressful as heck. <laughs> and everybody think, oh, you can put so-and-so in there for three outs. It doesn't happen that way. You know, those last six outs, nine outs, they're very hard to get. So the bullpen needs to be addressed. I think it's it's one of the keys. All right, so let's close with the toy drive. Uh, so switch from the analyst hat to the Santa hat that you're wearing <laughs> here in studio. So it's this Saturday, 10 a.m. to noon at 314 yes. Sports Cards. Um, it's a toy drive. Very simple. Bring a toy. Is yes. it wrapped, unwrapped? What do we want to tell no, everybody? No, you have to, you have to be um, a toy wrapped up, you know, a new toy. New toy. I have to be coming, coming over to us. We give you a signature. We might have some pictures out there for you guys. Uh, you know, you can enter uh, to win prizes at the same time. I think it's a really, really cool thing to do. I did this when I was in Anaheim, and it was very, very successful. Uh, we touched so many hearts, and this is why we're doing it. We're trying to touch those kids that are very uh, so it's so unfortunate to see them not having a good Christmas, not having gift, and mm-hmm. and not having parents and things like that to be with, and they're in this center. Uh, it's a foster kind of thing, place, and it's so, so sad. So come up, come and meet us. Uh, it's from 10, 10 a.m. to 12 on Saturday, December 2nd. So bring your toy, and you will make a really, really big difference on on these kids. We will uh, we'll continue to hit that for you, too, uh, for the rest of the week, and make sure you support Benji. Benji, last question, and it's a big one. Um, you've done so much, uh, minors, majors, broadcasting. Give me a couple of just your favorite deathbed man this was a great moment this i was really happy i was really proud of this on the field or off 
Well, on the field, I think it has to be when you win the World Series, you know, with the Angels. At that moment, everything goes out. You know, I was I was in really big pain that moment, and then it, every pain went away <laughs> when when that guy caught the ball in center field. Uh, we won the World Series in 02. So uh, that was that's one of the bigger moments for me. I think hitting for the cycle was another moment because everybody knows I have one one uh one skill set you know i don't have five tool guy kind of thing six tool so i don't have, i only have one tool and for me to hit for the cycle in, in a personal level mm -hmm. i think it's really really cool um personally i think helping kids is my biggest passion uh, as much as i can help the kids uh, obviously it's gonna be any event that i go to so helping kids is probably my biggest thing very good Thank you, man. We really appreciate it. Oh, thank you for having me. That's great. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.